This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is we want to provide our listeners some really good facts about our local market. And today's show is going to be a special one because we're not just going to learn about a house. We're going to learn about the community and what makes home home. Um, and, and so we've got three guests here in the studio. Um, and uh, I'd like to introduce them. First, we have Chi Yang. Uh, she is a housing navigator, or no, you were a housing navigator. You're now a community health worker with Reading and Beyond. Yes, that's Thank correct. you, and thank you for agreeing to be here, and welcome to the show. We also have Maria Hernandez, who is a community health worker with Reading and Beyond. And then we have Vong Mwanatua, uh, I said that right. That is right. That is All right. right. <laughs> you know, it's almost like an Italian name. It's yeah. like the sil- syllables just flow. It just flows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it um, just looks scary. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure you've heard that name before because he is on the Clovis City Council. In fact, uh, are you the mayor? Mayor Pro Tem. Pro Tem. Pro Tem, yes. All right. Currently. But you also have an interesting job, too, with the Community Medical Center. Yes, yes. I am the Director of External Relations and uh, Project Development. And so I'm there working, sort of telling people what's going on with Community Hospital, where we're growing and new programs, getting new doctors in, and trying to provide better service for the entire community. All right. It, and somebody might be saying, what's Dawn up to this week? You know, I mean, <laughs> this isn't about plumbing or a roof on a house. No, this one's about a community because without a community, a home is just a house out in the prairie. That's right. So um, th- this is about what we can do and what makes Fresno County, the Central Valley, something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. So... All right, I want to start off by asking about one of you tell me, what is Reading and Beyond? So Reading Beyond, uh, we are a nonprofit organization. Um, a lot of the times we are known for our preschool or after school program um, involving a lot of uh, reading and writing and um, skills r- related to, uh, to schools. Um, but we do have a variety of programs and offer wraparound resources okay so um what are the age limits or is there a limit so there is no age limit uh we do work with children all the way in uh, all the way to adults so we work with families individuals um, basically anyone who does need uh, resources or help okay maria how how do you guys give this help and you just sit with the kids and read to them? So in general, when if they're part of our preschool 
uh, it is a full program that they are available to attend. It is state survey as well. So it is helping them working with the teacher. They have plans throughout the day that they do activities and learning activities, reading sessions and everything, progressing their, their learning from, from their reading. Mm-hmm. I just started to smile because I'm thinking I have a four-year-old granddaughter. She might be a good teacher in there. <laughs> mm, for sure. When I read to her, she always corrects me. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. Well, you know, Don, the, the history or the origin of Reading Beyond was through its founder, Luis Santana. So he was going to New Covenant Church, and there was a school right next to it, and we noticed that all those children were reading below grade level. So he started getting the, the sort of the parents to volunteer to go and read with the children, doing an after-school program with nothing. Then the church started to fund him first, and then he used the rooms there, so with pretty much just volunteers. And then he started tutoring the kids and realized that by spending time just reading and helping them with homework, their grades increased. And that's, I want to say, how long ago was that? Probably that 20? was since 1999. Yeah. Yes. yes. And so now it's grown to where it's, how, how many millions now is your budget? And so you, you figure starting with zero just volunteers mm-hmm. to where they have workforce development programs, programs in which have been duplicated in other counties, sort of won an Irvine Leadership Award for one of the most innovative workforce programs. So in other words, to get those who are on uh, food stamps. So if you understand those with um, sort of you get uh, welfare, food stamps, you have no services. So in other words, you're kind of above the level where they give you money just to kind of live, but, but yet not high enough where you don't need any assistance. So in other words, you just need food assistance. So you're not required to go job, find jobs and all that. So what Reading and Beyond did was they built the Bridge Academy. In other words, how do we bridge them from that program to move them out so that way they can actually work? And that program was so successful because Reading and Beyond is an organization that works right in the community. And they're very small and nimble, so they're not like a giant county organization where it takes so long to maneuver. They can just go, oh, here's the need. We're going to go here, go to low neighborhood. Oh, here's the need here, after school programs. We're going to work on that. And very nimble. And the staff are like probably asked to do a program. Next, you get a new program. You guys are just shifting yes, left and right, left correct. and right. Yes. Yeah, a lot yes. of young people who are just yes. motivated and care for the community. And you know, and I failed to mention that uh, Vong used to work there too. Yes, he used to be the administrative manager overseeing the programs right under Luis Santana for five years there before I moved on. So how fulfilling was it? How, tell me how you felt in, in doing that job. You know, it's much more fulfilling than politics. <laughs> no, because what, what happens when you, when you work in nonprofits is you actually see a life change. And that life is changed every single day. And so and, and you, it's not like we're, I, I can attest for them, it's not like we're, you're getting paid super high salaries. You know, you're, you're just out of college trying to pay your loans. At the same time, because you care so much about individuals who want to better themselves. And so you go, you know, I like the neighborhood they're working in. I like the programs that they, they have. And I want to be one that can assist. In other words, really give them a hand up. And one of the 
I don't know if it's still the um, mission. It's like a cradle to career. Yes. Yeah, so that's what Reading Beyond wants. We want to work with them from cradle, meaning preschool, all the way until they get a career. And when we were doing workforce, it was the ABCs. We want to get them a job, a better job, and then a career. The ABCs of workforce development. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were doing Reading Beyond. And so I... I say it with passion because I, I know what they do and I care a lot about the organization and other nonprofits who do mm-hmm. great work. I like that phrase you use, cradle to career. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It, and if we can help our community that way, we're going to have a much stronger community and um, we're all going to feel better about it. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. So um, is there a mission statement that you guys have or a vision at, at Reading and Beyond? Yes, our mission is to empower children and families to achieve productive, self-reliant lives. So the meaning that we are there, like um, Vaughn. Vaughn was saying, <laughs> that we, we are the bridge, right, between community, uh, community members and other agencies that we're working with. So we provide all the resources or whatever they need to go from point A to point B. Yeah, and then, like, you know, we said we starting with the children to better assess what their needs are and then overall their family and what their needs are for them to be successful, or successful not just the children, but overall the whole family. What are their services? What is their needs to keep their children growing stronger and knowledgeable and be able to keep, you know, progressing with their education or whatever career that they may be interested in the future um, goals that they may have as well. What she, what she and Marina are, is it Marina? Maria. Maria are, are expressing. It's called wraparound services. It's, it, you can em, encompass that as wrapping your whole arm around the person and going, I'm going to come see you in your home. Well, I may see you, you, you need food. I may see you may need a desk to help your child. I may see you even qualify for these services. And I give you all that, or maybe you just need tutoring. So in other words, they come. And not only that, it's culturally specific. And you can see um, that Chi is Hmong and Maria is Latino, and, and they probably speak Hmong and, you know, Spanish. So that way they can actually understand the, like, the, the, I like to call them clients. I like to call them participants. I like to call them, you know, people who are going to benefit from what we're working together as. Because I don't think the, the people are just waiting for a handout. They right. really want to improve their lives. And these young ladies uh, do that each and every single day. And I'm going to guess that part of your job is taking young kids that maybe don't um, have English-speaking parents at home, and so they can learn this language. Is that a true statement? Yeah. Yes. Um, Yeah, a lot of the families that we work work with, um, a lot of the parents, they don't speak English, so that's why we have have different staff that speak different language to... um, how they say fill in that gap with that language barrier. So we try to work with families and provide that different language. And speaking from government, we make things so complicated, Don, because if you're poor, you're like, oh, where do I go to get housing? And then after housing, are they going to send you to this office? Oh, there's another appointment. And then you're going to all these buildings, and if you don't know the language or if you don't even know where everything's at, it takes individuals, and so we talk about the home. They're going into the home and actually, you know, telling and taking them directly to the places that they, they can get help because their job, and we used to, I used to receive those services, 
And it's the children ultimately that you help when you're helping that family. And when the children are helped, then they can actually move up and then they'll be able to bring the entire family out of poverty. And so that's that's the unique thing about what Reading and Beyond does, that th these ladies go into the home, help the entire family. That program may only be for the parent, but I guarantee you when they're in there, they're looking at the child. They're looking at, you know, what's going on. They're looking at the actual structure of the home going, hey, they're, they're, Fresno City has home rehab dollars that you can apply for. And so they, they're knowledgeable to help the entire home from people to the structure. Mm-hmm. I like what you said, how it it helps the, the children out and, and helps bring them out of poverty. Because I remember uh, my folks were on some yeah. uh, services and um, they struggled to, to make ends meet. But through education, mm -hmm. every one of the kids is doing well now and providing for others too, That's not right. just themselves. That's right. And that's why education is such a high component or core component of everything they do, making sure so that, you know, one of the programs we were doing was helping uh, parents attain their GED. Because without that GED or high school equivalency, you, you can't even get a job nowadays. Don't talk about, you know, bachelors and up. So just getting a high school diploma, the minimum. And mm -hmm. they, they do that in all languages. It is time for our first commercial break. But when we get back, I want to dive more into reading and beyond and, and how you guys got on this show and, and what our link or our connection is. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940-KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we have a full studio this morning. We have Vong Moanatua, who's with the Community Medical Center Office of Philanthropy. Yes. And also a Clovis City Council person. I'm going to ask you some Clovis <laughs> questions here later sure, on sure. in the show. Uh, and then we also have Chi Yang and Maria Hernandez. They're both community health workers with a, a nonprofit organization called Reading and Beyond. Um, first of all, you guys are located here in Fresno, right? Yes, yes. we are. Okay, out at the Mosqueda Center. Yes, southeast of Fresno. Yeah. All right. So what does a community health worker do? Yeah. So uh, as community health workers, we are working under our health disparities program uh, with the Department of Public Health, uh, Fresno County. So what we do is assist community members with any needs towards their health care system, their management, making appointments, referrals to community partners or resources that they may need throughout the community, um, resources in, in schooling and medication, like a, a provider, food banks, anything that would be related to their health, their well-being and understanding of any health care system that they may need assistance with. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you, Chi? What What more do you do besides <laughs> what she said? <laughs> so, uh, basically, Maria uh, give all the explanation of what uh, we do as a community health worker. So, uh, like she said, we do help families and individuals within those areas, um, but we also work one-on-one -on -one with families or individuals. So. Um, every family or individual, they may have a different area of focus, mm -hmm. right? And so we work closely with them, uh, whether if 
it's the parent themselves or it's the child. We try to navigate um, all the resources that, that they need. It can go from something as simple as to um, developing a personal goal, right? If they have like a um, personal goal such as they want to increase their walking or learning how um, to, to better manage their health. So we create uh, health workshops that they can attend, potentially providing that education so they can better, uh, better understand um, their health conditions and how to manage that. Mm-hmm. And now, if I can add, Don, oh, what, what go ahead. they're doing, because in the hospital system, you know, the, the way the, the reimbursements go now, we prefer you not to be in because when you're in, you're probably already too far down the rabbit hole of how bad your health is. So we want to reserve it for where you are really, really needing, for example, shoulder surgery, something like that. But all the preventative measures are what these young ladies are doing. In other words, helping them to think of their health because you can't enjoy a home. You can't enjoy the trails that we build in Clovis. You can't enjoy your vehicle if you don't feel good, if you aren't healthy. And so they're looking at all aspects, meaning is it just changing your diet? Is it maybe adding, you know, exercise to it? And then what resources are there to help you? And then should they get into sort of that medical part of it, helping them connect with doctors, getting them to their appointments and to keep their appointments and to understand medication? Because many times, you know, we, we, we meaning immigrants in general, are probably leery of Western medicine, of hospitals and, and you know, but with someone who speaks their language, who has probably had the education, but also maintained their cultural identity, there's a trust component in which uh, staff like at Reading Beyond can go, no, you need to go this to help your diabetes to do this, to do this. And so that way they can stay out of the hospital, right. which then opens the beds up to really those who really, really need it. And so it, it all yes. works together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so preventative, preventative medicine is... That's very very important mm-hmm. in this whole thing right. yes. yeah so do people have to come to you to the Mosqueda Center to bring a child to learn more about reading or do you go out to them to their homes so we do participate and engage in a lot of community events and that's how we um, come across our participants so we do go out into the community sure about Um, reading beyond about the program and services that we offer Uh, we don't actually go into their homes anymore Um, I don't know in the past like Vaughn say that they that's something that maybe they used to Mm -hmm. do that right but now uh, we um, do a lot of community events that's how we come across our participants okay I'm gonna throw something out there (laughs) for you and see if this is something you can help with in the past the Fresno Association of Realtors has sponsored something called the Homewards Essay Contest. And we've had great participation from school-aged children. And the task is to write an essay on what my home means to me. And we've had those the winners of the, of the contest here in the, on the radio show before. And I do want to announce that we are going to do it again beginning October 15th. So be thinking, as we're on the show now, be thinking how, how can reading and beyond, how can uh, the Office of Philanthropy at CMC help out in this thing? We can make this program this year bigger and better than ever. And I gotta say something, here's the real benefit to that Homewards Essay Contest that we've had. 
the children taught the adults what a house is real, a home is really all about. Mm-hmm. Not one kid mm-hmm. mentioned whether they owned it or rented it or shared it. It was about their home. Not mm-hmm. one kid mentioned the investment opportunities in it. Um, they were talking yeah. about how that's where they play with their brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, that's so, and it's where they feel secure. So we're going to do that again. The Fresno Association of Realtors will be kicking off October 15th, it'll go, I believe it's gonna be one month, so they'll have plenty of time to uh, think of what they want, the content they wanna put in there, to write an essay. And then those essays give us, adults, a lot of direction where to go. Um, In fact, this year, there's so many people saying, oh, I don't, you know, I'm looking at the numbers, the statistics. My brother-in-law says, don't buy now, buy next year. Listen to the kids. They're, yeah. they're going to teach us when's the right time to buy a home or get a home or, or move to a bigger one, even if you're renting, sharing, or buying. So Yeah, that, that's awesome. And however we can help, whether it's with the city promoting it in conjunction with you, you come into a council meeting saying, hey, we want this, we want children in your city to participate we will help push that out and then on the hospital side you know there is a pediatric unit and so you know we we serve kids because kids do get sick as well and to reach the parents and to allow them to go okay yeah there there are partners in the community who want to better homes and, and the home environment and so that, that's something I think we all can get behind. I'm sure Reading and Beyond will be able to do the same with those who they reach every single day. Yes, we can learn. We definitely share this with our um, after-school program and mm-hmm. the coordinator. Um, now, is there an age gap to that or age limit? So we, we've had three categories. Okay. Um, oh. and, and we've had um, f- for high school, middle school, and then elementary school. I think it was fifth grade and under, and then sixth through eighth, and then high school. Um, I did tell one of my coworkers, you're 53 years old, you're a little too old to enter the contest. (laughs) (laughs) He was a little upset when he almost, he thought he had written the winning essay. (laughs) But it shows he's still a kid at heart. Yeah, yeah, that's what we all need. (laughs) All right. You know, if he would have used that excuse, he might have still been eligible. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm glad that the three of you are here today because you're giving me ideas. Because one of the problems we've had, or not problems, but obstacles, is promoting it. I'd love to see every kid have a chance at it. I'd love yes. to th- see a thousand applicants per category. But getting the word yeah. out has, is always a challenge. So. I think I'm talking to the Good. right people today. Yes. And, and in conjunction, you know, mm-hmm. it, if and when the winners are announced, if you need little certificates from behalf, uh, on behalf of the city because we're partnering with you, it would be great to get, you know, little certificates, resolutions to honor all your winners. They don't have to be Clovis residents for us mm-hmm. to honor great students who are teaching us, letting us see what they need in the home. Mm-hmm. And so... And uh, I'm sure if we reached the Fresno, they would probably do the same things because they're, they're our kids and we want yeah. to be able to celebrate and hear what they have to say. Yeah. All right. I like these ideas that yeah. we're coming up with. And I know if a kid got a certificate from the city saying, hey, you are the 
the winner of this yeah. contest. That would yeah. mean the world to oh, them. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad we came to this think tank today. And by the way, <laughs> any of the uh, uh, listeners out there who come up with a great idea or want to help out with that, um, you're, you're free to um, call into the studio or to the Fresno Association of Realtors or reach out to me and, and with these ideas. Um, and then that brings out a good point. How does somebody, a, one of our listeners, a member of the community, how do we help with reading and beyond? What kind of resources can you use? I mean, we definitely are open to receive any type of new information from that community. When it comes to food banks, uh, you know, relating or being open, how long it opens, we are open to get donations as well to, you know, we have after school, uh, preschool, reading books that we could get as well as other resources like diapers. We have families that may have small children like diapers um, or even other uh, opportunities to get information. Uh, information with like clothing as well uh, to get services around there and anything else that could be a community involvement that we are able to take part of that definitely will help us also just progress from there and be able to be out there in the community to still showcase what our services are for our just the, not just children but the family overall as well um, to see what their needs are and their services are. So if an individual wanted to help out with reading and beyond, they could probably go to the website, which is what? Yes, um, www.readingandbeyond.org. I thought uh, it might be something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, they can also, you know, give us a call, you know, um, or visit us at our, um, us at the Mosqueda Center. And so, uh, you know, anybody that wants to reach out to us, you know, we're just it, and it can be a monetary donation. How about donating books? Yes, mm -hmm. we are. We we welcome all all types of um, donation, whether it's monetary or books or even household items, because we work with families that you know do need those items. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, my wife is planning a garage sale. I'm going to clean it out first <laughs> and get you guys some books. Me. They're all sports books, though. <laughs> hey, kids love sports, too. So they're always very interested about learning football, soccer, yeah. When I was a else. young kid, the first books I can remember reading were all about sports. Yes. Yeah, I was an avid sports yeah. fan and since I could read. Uh, in fact... One of my aunts says her first picture of me is I, I was there on the on the floor of the house with the, the newspaper out reading the sports page or looking like I because I was only like five. <laughs> I don't think I could read yet. But all right. Uh, believe it or not, it's time for a, another commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO. I'm proud of the house we built. It's stronger than sticks, stones, and steel. It's not a big well, welcome back. Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And I've, as I've mentioned before here in the studio, we have Chi Yang, Maria Hernandez of Reading and Beyond, and also Vong Muanatua, who's with the Office of Philanthropy of the Community Medical Center. And our intro music was, I'm proud of this house we built. 
And that is so true because this is a community we're building. Uh, the two of you are really working hard at, at building up children and giving them that boost up so that they, we can, they can be a productive part of our community. So now I turn to you, Vong. What does Community Medical Center do in this yeah. regard? You know, a lot, a lot of people forget that Community Medical Centers is also a nonprofit. And we're probably one of the largest employers uh, in the Valley. We are probably, we see in the nation, we're probably top 10 of seeing people going through the ED. We are the only safety net hospital here. I mean, the, the mission of the board, I used to be on the board of Community Medical Centers. And even right now, the mission has always been we allow and we will serve everyone with all the facilities that we have. And the payer mix that we have, I mean, a great majority of them, I would say probably 70% are Medi-Cal, Medicare, which is government um, insurance that, that go through our doors. And then recently with the closure of Madeira and then with sort of the, you know, unsure footing of Kawia Delta, we are feeling the brunt of everyone coming here because from your insured to your uninsured to your governmentally insured, they're coming here for their services. And we want and will remain a, a, a strong partner with the community in taking care of the healthcare needs of everyone. Currently this month, um, we are in Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That's why I'm wearing pink and you know, you don't, you don't see it, but this month will be an awareness in which 20 law enforcement agencies join together to promote pink patches of their department agency to sell it to the community, and then joining with Fresno Acura and the 500 Club, who is our presenting sponsor, to go out and raise, and right now we're about 120,000 already of sponsorships, and we wanna be able to get to you know, 150, 170 by the end of the month. Uh, promoting and we also uh, you know I, I in full we also thank you for supporting uh, the effort in getting the word out because cancer especially breast cancer uh, affects so many in, in this valley and we need the best care possible so that way our sisters our moms our grandmothers you know our daughters can have a, a, a just a, a, a Great chance of defeating it, but also a, a productive life because we have best services here. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So how does a member, a listener to our show, how does a member of the community support you guys? Yeah, if you just go to the Office of Philanthropy, uh, Community Health Systems Office of Philanthropy, there's many ways. And if you're an employee, we have employee giving in which you can you know, donate your PTO hours or just donate a portion of your check. It can be $5, you know, $5 every pay period still does a lot in the, in the lifetime of what you're giving. And especially with over um, you know, 8,000 employees, everybody pitches in a little bit. You know, one of the struggles we had as everyone experienced was during COVID. And with COVID, with the, the hospital being so influx with so many patients, um, we have not had the reimbursement from the government to pay for all those services. And, and we've we are been running in a deficit because of it. But because you see big buildings, you keep thinking, oh, they, they must be doing well. But really, we're, we are 
you know, making ends meet with with the the revenues that we are bringing in. And so, if you you feel the need uh, to be able, or you want to be a part of community hospital and to go, we want to help here, and you can direct it anywhere. So, if your heart is with, you know, the the NICU, you know, the preemies, you want to help elders, seniors. If you want to help with the facility, if you want to help with someone with brain issues or cancer, everywhere, because we all have been affected health in one way or another okay so there's not only a need but there's a way for yes. our community to step up and help yes and i think a great example is you look at madera community mm-hmm. they could have used some help yes yes and we, we see how when you lose a hospital it, it you kind of take out almost a, a room of the house you know maybe say you take out a kitchen how, how can you live without a kitchen you know, where do you get to eat? So in other words, we're losing something in the community. And not that, you know, just because it's Madeira and it's Madeira's problems. I, I've always said we are in this together. Because if you can't go to Madeira, you're going to go to Fresno. Can't go to, can't go to Fresno. You're going to go up to Merced or wherever it is that, that you're going to get help. Especially when it's your family member that is ill, you're going to go get them the help they need. So I have a very basic question sure. here. So the Community Medical Center, <laughs> who funds that primarily? Is it the state, the county, the the feds. So we are we operate like any other hospital. It is through the reimbursement of the services of the insurance of the people that come through the doors. So you got your uninsured. So that means we're we're paying we're paying up that bill. So you know anyone who comes to uninsured and they come to the ED, we have to take care of them and we will take care of them. That that is our goal. You turn no one away. We turn no one away. Okay, and Thank and you. we and that that program meaning what we do. If you're homeless, we will we will feed you, we will clothe you, and if you need medical devices, wheelchair, walker, uh, cane, we give that to you so that way you can go back out. We also so the the payer mix is probably Medi-Cal, Medicare, and then commercial and or private insurance, and so you're looking at thirty percent private insurance, and so that is where if you're talking about a business. That's where you would make your money, the private insurance or your Anthem Blue Cross, your Blue Shield, all of those type of uh, patients. But the government is not reimbursing very well. And so you're not getting, you know, per every dollar, we're, we're probably getting reimbursed 60, 70% of that dollar, so 60, 70 cents. So it's 30 cents. Th- that commercial payer mix is helping pay for it. And so, and we, and regardless of the revenues, we want our patients to receive the best care from the best doctors, and that's our commitment, to recruit the best doctors to stay here in the Valley where it's difficult and to give those services to um, anyone who steps through our doors. Well, I remember just a while back, the Community Medical Center was there on Ventura and yes. Cedar. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, now you've got this very beautiful new facility. Yeah. Um, well, a- actually, it's an add-on to an older facility, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we are downtown. So many times people don't understand that CRMC, Community Regional Medical Center downtown, is part of Clovis Community Hospital, is part of the Fresno Heart Hospital, and also the same umbrella is the behavioral health on sort of right across from People's Church. So we operate all those under one umbrella a systems-wide approach. And so we will take care of you. We will send you to wherever the best 
carriers, for example, cancer right now is in Clovis, and so you will receive state-of-the-art care in Clovis just as good, if not better, than Stanford and down in Los Angeles, UCLA. And we have it right here. And that's for everyone, regardless of your insurance. Thank you for telling us all that because now I feel like, you know, I should have known that. I drive yeah. by those four facilities all the time. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I take the time to be curious enough to know that it's all part of one umbre under one yeah. umbrella? and what all that you do and how good you really are here in the Central Valley, yeah. providing for all of us. And it's not just you, Don, it, I think it's us. You know, we don't tell our story, kind of like reading and beyond, we can bring them back, kind of. They do such a good job and they're busy doing their job that sometimes we don't tell our story well enough for people to realize you're doing that, you're right here, you're in our, you're part of our team and that, I think that's, on us as well. We need to tell that story better. All right. And, and this is helping. And that's what you're doing. And yes. so we appreciate that. And note. that's why I wanted to have you guys here. I will be honest, I had not heard of Reading and Beyond um, until just a few months ago when you guys helped out so much. And when we get back from our commercial break, I want to talk about that, how you guys stepped up and helped somebody that um, is a client of mine and really helped out so yeah we do need to tell the story and that's why i wanted to have the three of you on the show mm -hmm. because this is an avenue to to mm -hmm. tell the story mm -hmm. so stay tuned to welcome home radio 940 kyno Atticus of Freedom Elementary. I'm inviting all my friends and schoolmates to get involved in the Homeworks Essay Contest. My friend Don will tell you all about it. Hey, thank you very much, Atticus. Um, now, if we get all your friends and schoolmates involved, we're going to have a successful essay contest. So what grade are you in? Third grade. Third grade. All right. So hopefully you're going to be doing it too so it'll be starting in a couple weeks and you can write a uh, essay on what my home means to me and you're charged with the job of teaching adults from a kid's perspective what a home is really all about thank you for your plug i appreciate that Who, who's your favorite guy in the whole room your dad uh my dad yeah I, that's what I figured. <laughs> all right um small room though dad <laughs> all right so here's the question now um how did reading and beyond come to the attention of somebody in the real estate industry i guess you guys were part of a program called erap the emergency rental assistance program how did why is reading and beyond involved in that yeah, so, um, you know, we had COVID, right? So when COVID was declared back in 2019, a lot of families, you know, were really impacted by that, um, by that um, you know, out of jobs, you know, they, and so they weren't able to pay the rent or mortgage. So the um, city of Fresno was funded through the state and federal with a grant. And Reading Beyond is one of the five organizations that was, um, awarded the grant to be part of the program. So with that, 
you know, we were able to help um, hundreds of families, you know, paying their rent, helping them catch up on them, or catch on the rent and utilities. So um, even till this day, we still have families call and, you know, asking to see if we can help them out. So, so you helped yeah. hundreds of families, not just a handful. Yes. Well, as the Italians would say, salute. That, that's, <laughs> that's great for what you've done. Mm -hmm. And I know of one person in particular, that's how I got involved. And I can tell you, she is eternally grateful for, for what you guys have done. And um, so, great. Um, is the program still going on? No, fortunately the program has ended uh, back in June, uh, last June. And so um, because of that, we had to discontinue the program. Um, a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of families still reach out. Uh, we, virtually, we had to inform them that, you know, the program is no longer around. Uh, we do refer them back to the city of Fresno because um, city of Fresno is the main, um, I would say the, the name, the main organization that's overseeing that program. And mm -hmm. so they do have access to all the participants um, application all right um, I would like to ask um, you guys have you thought any more about how you can help out in the homewards essay contest it, um, maybe you're the kids that you help mm -hmm. you could encourage them to write an essay if I could get you the format for it Yes, definitely. If you can share that with us, uh, we can share that with Erica. Erica Chavez, she is the um, after-school program coordinator, and we can definitely connect her with you to see if that's something that, um, you know, she can work together with the families and the children to have them participate in that essay contest. And, you know, this goes back 15 years to, ago. The One of the goals of having this radio show for the Fresno Association of Realtors was to promote home ownership. And what better way, just like you guys are starting off with teaching kids to read, helping them to read, we wanna help people get involved in the pride of their home. Whether it's ownership or rent, doesn't matter. It's be proud of your home. Um, my mother used to stress that a lot. Hey, you go clean your room. You're not being very proud. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, um, and, and then Vong, you had some ideas on how. Yeah, and I, I, I will also pledge this, that if you need the help of Clovis Unified, I'm there. And so we, we meet on a quarterly basis, and we are, you know, very tight with Clovis Unified, so that, that will be able to spread to all the Clovis schools on all levels. Mm -hmm. And so that's something in which, you know, if the association would like that avenue as well, we, we can make that work. Sure. Yeah. We'd like to reach out to every kid. Yeah. Have them all do that. I got to tell you, the first time I did this program is kind of funny. I, it was just in one classroom, a fifth grade classroom, and I promised them that if they all wrote this, I would have a pizza party afterwards. <laughs> one kid one kid there's always one in every classroom mm -hmm. said basically my home is just where i can recharge my cell phone <laughs> <laughs> a fifth grader right so you know that. <laughs> yeah right yeah uh, remind me of something i might have done back in fifth grade <laughs> but i, I want to say don i mean for, we need more organization like yours doing this um 
being immersed in the community because sometimes we think of that bridge as so far meaning yo they're all professionals they're realtors they're you know brokers and so you know what 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 does a kid have to do with them but because you reached down and helped and are offering an opportunity in education as well as getting feedback to your your brokers and members this is awesome you know Mm -hmm. keep, keep up that that connection and keep this program up up so that way we can also help promote it on on all levels wherever we're at okay so uh earlier chi made the said the word connect well i think today we made some good connections (laughs) so great Uh, and hopefully it helps reading and beyond it helps community medical center and it helps our homewards essay contest yeah um okay we just have a couple of minutes left what do you want our listeners to remember most about today's show? I think one of the biggest things is that Reading and Beyond is here to help. Uh, it doesn't matter what's your situation here. We will do our very best to make sure to assist you with what your needs are. And if we don't have it, we will try to connect you with somebody else in the community that has that resource, but be there to support you. Yes. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also want to let the listener know that it's okay to reach out for help because I'm pretty sure all of us has been there before, right? And so um, there are a lot of resources and connection out there. So, you know, do reach out to Reading Beyond or to other nonprofit organizations because they have a lot of good resources and information that they can provide to you. All right, great. Vong, we'll close with you. What do you want our listeners to remember most about today's show? You know, the, the Lord gave us all roles and, and responsibilities. And because of that, we need to remember that we're all in this together. And I appreciate you, Don, on this radio program and your listeners wanting to kind of encompass the home, but then kind of look at what wraps around the home, like the services from reading and beyond, and then even your health, meaning the community hospital and how we play a vital role in when you sell a home going, hey, we have a great hospital right there in which you will be taken care of if you come and live in this community. And they're all the same. So if you go downtown, if you go to Clovis, you go to the Heart Hospital, they're under one umbrella. So they will take care of you and put you in the best place possible. And they're committed to that from the board down to the newest staff member who's just doing intake coming in. And that's that's something I think you have heard from Reading and Beyond from myself, and I think I've, I've always heard that from you, where you're committed to this valley, you're committed to allowing people just to have a great place to live and be proud of it. The Central Valley is a great place, yeah. not just to live, but to raise a family. Yeah. So I want to thank all three of you for, four of you, i got to <laughs> include Atticus in this. Um, but And to thank all our listeners for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO.